Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Thanks to IMAR Insurance, the tradies mate. Call 13IMAR. Patton Hills, Queensland, Maine. Friday morning, Mark Braybrook for Patty. He'll be back on Monday. Ian Healy is back from Moree. It's three past seven. Women's State of Origin tonight. New South Wales v Queensland. Jimmy Smith and Jaleesa Apps will bring you all the action. Jaleesa will chat to very shortly. If you've just joined us, not a great start to the weekend for Queensland teams. Our men's and women's under-19s have been uh, beaten by New South Wales on in their purpose. origin <laughs> Origin matches. The Lions beaten by Melbourne? Not so not much on, on purpose. purpose. No, they were... They were well beaten, Heels. Yeah. Well beaten. Yeah, so the Suns. Be, they'll be getting bad boy training this week. The Suns. will keep our fingers crossed for that. We've had a couple of gold medals at the World Swimming Championship. Zach Stubbledy Cook in the 200 breaststroke. And also in the 100 metres women's freestyle, Molly O'Callaghan won that as well. So now four gold medals for the uh, swimming championships. And Katie Ledecky, you said, won 21. her 21st. <laughs> She's only 27, I think, too. Yeah, but yeah, that... That's nearly enough probably, isn't it? When is you, it? You know, for a swimmer who's grinded it out for, what, maybe 15 years mm. and maybe more. She was probably doing it when she was they start you know, going, a non-superstar, yeah. they start and seven going. and eight years old. Now, I'll bow to your superior knowledge here, Heels, but uh, the weirdest dismissal in the history of Test cricket. Yeah. There'd be a few nominees, but uh, add a new one. Last night in the Test match between England and New Zealand, New Zealand 5 for 225 at Stumps on day one, um, Henry Nichols, left-hander, batting um, to Jack Leach, a drive to the onside of the stumps, ricochets off the non-striker's bat and is caught at mid-off. <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like no, that? I showed I, you the video of it. I don't think so. What, what happened? Andrew Simons and Michael Clark had one, remember? And Roy was walking off saying, you owe me a drink. Was that a rebound catch or did it rebound onto the stumps? Um, or they got run out, maybe. Mm. Um, so, uh yeah, no, I'd say um, that's weird, this yeah. one. I mean, backing good, up at the non- by New Zealand, they recovered yeah. well. Backing up at the non-striker's end is often the run-out or... He, we haven't seen who it is, have we? Is it a tallish type bloke? Yeah. Uh, it might have been uh, Mitchell, who is still 78, not out, but Henry Nickel had to oh, go. at the other end of the... Yeah, the yeah it was Daryl Mitchell. Yeah, yeah Daryl okay. Mitchell was the non-striker. I thought you were asking who caught it, yeah. No. I well, don't know who well, caught it. Well, as you said, he had to be alert. The mid-off had to be alert because it was going down to mid-on. Yeah. And ricocheted and, I, you know, mid-off had to catch it. Yeah, so there you go. If you YouTube it, whatever you do in this day and age, to have a look at it, one of the most bizarre dismissals uh, in the history of Test cricket. Certainly will go down in the annals, and you've got to be desperately unlucky. And I also saw a stat heels. You know how David Warner got dismissed for 99 yesterday? Yeah. Stumped. In the history of one-day internationals, he's only the second player to be dismissed on 99 stumped. In one-day right. internationals. 
The other yeah. one was 20 years ago, Ravi Shastri in 2002. He had absolutely no inkling he was going to miss the ball. He, he just he was so focused on the ball and and it spun just enough and he slid his back foot out of the crease just enough and the wicket was very fast. I'd say it's Dick Vella, the, the wicket keeper, and his gloves were right near the stump so he didn't have to take them far at all and he whipped them off and, and Warner then limped off. So, yeah, um, it was a great piece of work by the bowler and the keeper. Seven and a half past seven on SENQ. Mark Braybrook for Paddy, who will be back on Monday. Heels is with us as well. Uh, the Brighton Homes open line is 13 13 55, or you can send us a text uh, on the Beckerwatt Lawyers text line, 0467 736 736. Um, the weekly top performer, thanks to Indian Motorcycle, America's first motorcycle company. Who are you giving your award to first? Right. Well, I'll give it to Matt Fitzpatrick, my predicted mate. I'd retire if I was you. I'd He's... say I, I, no more predictions. <laughs> I can't get better than tipping. You know, he... Seinfeld, I choose not to race. I choose not <laughs> to run. I choose not to tip. I choose not to bowl. Yeah. Captain, I'm done. Yeah. Kept, uh, he kept his undefeated record going at Brookline there. He won the US Amateur Championship there. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's two from two. Uh, he just, well he's done. just a bloke. The surprising no. thing about Matt Fitzpatrick is he doesn't look little. And he doesn't look like a golfer. And they call him diminutive. Yeah. I, I, I think like he to, looks little. He's, well, he's anyway. prob- I think he's five foot seven that's, maybe. Well, that's not but tall. But looks doesn't look that little. Okay. So you're going Matt Fitzpatrick. I'm going the Cowboys coming from behind and not giving up the feet. Yeah. Manly at Brookie. Which says three, something about the Cowboys. Three in three minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. So there you go. So there, that yours is Matt Fitzpatrick. Still trying to remind everyone that you actually tipped um, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick to win the US Open. Mine is the North Queensland Cowboys coming from behind to beat Manly at Brookie. Indian Motorcycle, America's first motorcycle company since 1901. Make the first move. Now, time to talk women's state of origin. What a game we've got tonight here on SEN. It's all thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent retailer. SEN host and commentator Jaleesa Apps is no doubt looking forward to what promises to be a cracking game tonight after we started this weekend with um, some terrific football played at Leichhardt Oval. And she joins us now. Jaleesa, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, tonight's game, first of all, how do you see it panning out? I think on paper, New South Wales probably has the the stronger team. You've got Emma Tonegato for the first time. She's actually going to play uh, fullback for the Blues. She actually hasn't played State of Origin before, which is amazing considering, you know, she's Dahlia medalist of the year. She um, is fantastic but she this is her first go at state of origin she played in the 2012 and 2013 um when it was the like new south wales interstate challenge where it actually wasn't state of origin um so she does have experience there but i'm really looking forward to seeing her and uh, a couple of other players in the the new south wales side that i think think are going to do well is samima taufer millie boyle samima taufer is really She's one of those boards that can sort of break through and, and score you points too. She's actually, like, she's very quick. She uh, led the Eels this year. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't make the finals, but only by, like, a couple of points where the games went the other way. So I think on paper, I don't know if maybe I'm being a little bit biased. Yeah, but you're I totally biased. Just, <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> totally am, biased. aren't I? All I've done is talk about the New South Wales. Now, it, why it has... Yeah, you know, is there a real reason why Tonegato hasn't played since 2013? She represented Australia at the Olympics in the women's rugby. She won a gold medal. That's one reason, mm. yeah, not a bad reason. No, but, she just she 
she's just well she's yeah she's played in in the rugby so she was she was playing rugby during um those years but no but she, like I said she has played it at the, that when it was the interstate so I guess we've only had state of origin for I think it's this, this is the fifth year or the fourth year the women's state of origin so um she was unlucky just to miss out on those years so I'm really excited um to see her but I mean then then state of origin is just such a different ball game especially in the women's game it's so fiery and it's so fiercely competitive and I don't know if you remember back to last year but the game was only won in the last couple of minutes the whole game turned on its head so um I guess on paper even in the men's state of origin you look at the paper and uh and you you can't really pick it. It's always a thrilling game. They just go to a different level. As a married man, you know how long the memories are of your wife. So these girls will be hurting from a 2013 loss. They'll, they'll really carry it in. So what now, yeah. you know, that uh, Jaleesa, there is another team uh, and they're wearing, oh, right. they're wearing maroon. <laughs> so uh, what, have, what have we got to look forward to, please? Oh, look, you've got plenty of uh, plenty to look forward to. So the, actually the matchup to Emma Todegato I'm really excited for is Tamika Upton yeah. um, playing fullback for Queensland Maroons. Um, she's fantastic. And also Ali Brigginshaw, um, you know, she's been in origin for so many years and, and the captain of the Queensland side for so many years. So um, she certainly has experience at leading her team to win. I'm not riding off the Maroons. I'm just a little bit of a one-eyed supporter. Well, we, I've been reading about the experience of the Maroons might be one thing that stands them in good stead. So you have mentioned Ali there. She certainly leads the way. So so would that be a factor? Do you think that, that maybe you were talking about the, the skills and a little bit of experience of the Blues might match us? Yeah, I mean, I guess the the strength of the Queensland side too. I when you look at someone like Zahara Tamara, who's unlucky to be on the reserve, yeah. left out of the side. Someone like her to be left out. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of experience uh, in the Maroon side, so it's certainly. I think this is one of the most, with no disrespect to anyone who has played in the years before, but I think this is one of the most interesting state of origins, just with having the women's competition as strong as it was. Um, at the start of the year and um, the standard that has come up. It really, it was really di- very different this year, I think, to other years um, where it just went up another level and, and the ratings were really good. The crowds were really good. Everyone was talking about it. I know on Sunday crunch time when Steve O'Keefe and I were trying to do a show, someone called up and said, I don't want to, um, I don't want to like steer everyone away from you guys, but there's a really good women's game at the moment. <laughs> So that sort of gives you an idea of how much everyone got into it. So I do think it's going to be one of the more competitive origins that we've seen. Well, added to that too, Julissa, I mean, Katie Brown and I called the uh, grand final at uh, Dolphin Stadium uh, between the Roosters and the Dragons. And that, that match will stand up against any match, male or female, for the quality and the excitement and just the passion played. So we are starting to learn more about the women's game as spectators, the women themselves are starting to learn more about the game as they play more and more consistently. And that can only mean the game will improve. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, um, I think that uh, NRL is where cricket was a few years ago. And this is what I sort of say to everyone who is a little bit negative and says to me, ah, I tried to watch it a few years ago and I, and I, you know, standard wasn't up to 
standard and blah, blah, blah. I say, yeah, but you have you watched it now? Because what happened is 20 years ago, that was where women's cricket was and Cricket Australia back in made the investment and now they're making money off the WBBL. They're, the women's side is really strong, winning World Cups and the biggest sporting event that we had in Australia in the last few years was the Women's World Cup. And I think that's where NRL is now going, oh, okay, this is actually... Well, I mean, even the fact that you saw... They, they they were only going to announce two additional women's yeah. teams next year, right? And they had the demand was so high from the clubs that they had to announce four. They had to bring it ahead a year early because the clubs are screaming out saying they want a side. And a few years ago, you had to drag them kicking and screaming. So it's just gone up another level. And it's wonderful to see the, the women's game. And um, in Canberra, too, I think is a really good place um, for it. They'll certainly turn out in force, even though it will be a little bit chilly. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be chilly, but the playing surface at Canberra has changed as well. They've changed the grass down there, and so due, yeah. it used to be really slippery, uh, that playing surface was a different type of grass, but I've noticed this year and last, and last week when you watch Canberra uh, play at home, mm. it was a little bit barer, like the, the grass was a little bit browner, so I don't know that it will be as slippery as we normally get. Uh, I've, I'm saying that from afar. I walked down on the Gabba surface uh, last week, and it's got really rough grass right. in the winter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's, oh, it's not really? the smooth yeah. summer cooch, I think, that comes through. It, it's yeah, yeah, it's quite quite rough. So maybe that's what Canberra yeah, have done so too. Yeah. F- fingers crossed, we get a dry, you know, no dewy surface tonight because um, these players, their skill levels are elite in the women's game. And if you want to see how um, the women's game has advanced, that under nineteen match last night, I was, I was telling heels, yeah. uh, Jalisa, that try the New South Wales fullback scored from basically her own dead ball line. Um, was outstanding yeah. to seal the game for New South Wales. If you get the chance to see that, um, have a look at that. I'm sure you saw it and <laughs> it was just ex- exceptional. There'll be no soft defence yeah, like that incredible. tonight. Yeah. Um, Jaleesa, uh, you, you've been with the NRL, I think, over time. Did you ever play? Did you get to come out of the backyard and get onto a, a stadium? No. So I was a really big um, NRL fan and a really big cricket fan growing up, but there just wasn't a women's opportunity because no. I grew up in the country too. So I grew up in a town, uh, a little t- place called Burrower near Young in New South Wales. And it was only about, uh, it's only got about 1200 people. Now they have a women's side yeah. and, and in the rugby too. So they have a league side and a, um, and a rug, rugby side. So I would have loved to have played, but I just didn't have the opportunity. And um, I, I always say, what if I could have been Keziat? Not Jaleesa. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kezie in the back row for New South Wales Hills, she's a remarkable story as well. She suffered a broken leg, I think, a couple of years ago and has fought, yeah. away, fought away back. And uh, she is uh, great. I was at a, a function. Um, there's a trophy named in honour of my late father for the referee, for refereeing. And they presented it at the Volunteers. Oh, nice. They presented it at the Volunteers Night for the New South Wales Rugby League. And uh, when I can, I try and go down and present it. And um, Kezi was speaking that night. It was wonderful listening yeah. to her. Yeah, she was fantastic. Anyway, enough of that. Jaleesa, thanks very much for your time. We look forward to your commentary tonight with Jimmy Smith and uh, enjoy the game. No doubt from what you are saying earlier, you think the Blues are going to win. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and Jimmy I always right. think Canberra's going to win the Premiership too, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy will be right behind you with that one too. Enjoy so. the call tonight. Good luck. Jaleesa Apps there, part of the SEN commentary team, and we'll be calling that match. You'll hear that tonight from 7 o'clock right here on SEN. And, uh, yeah, there's some wonderful, wonderful talent in both of those sides. It should be a cracking game tonight. Yeah, it's a good call because we heard about the body shapes changing a little bit, the athleticism coming on, even in the big boppers in the forwards, and there's speed to burn.
So Emma Tonegato, she scored a try in the gold medal match uh, in the corner, which was a pivotal moment because I called that on seven, the Olympics. Where's that at Rio? In Rio, yeah. She tr- scored a try in the corner. Oh, a little don't go to the bunker. No, no bunker no, in Rio. No. I think we can say it out loud now, but I think she dropped the ball. But oh, anyway. Better hang on to it tonight, Emma. Let's hope so. Anyway, we better take a break here on Breakfast with Pat Neal's Mark Braybrook filling in for Patty. We've got uh, to look at the um, Hospital Cup, the local Queensland rugby competition, the uh, No Host Plus Cup this weekend, but we'll talk about the results from last weekend. And Tommy Hackett is in the building. He's dressed to the nines as well at 19 past seven. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.